Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Show, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. It is Saturday, March the 6th, 2021, and welcome to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show. I want to take a moment and say hello to my Apple Podcast, uh, Stitcher, Google, Spotify, and of course, our newest partner, iHeartRadio. Thank you so much for uh, joining me and being a part of the Jamel Sanders Show. This is so much more than a show. It's a platform that we created to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. And every um, show through intriguing conversations and inspiring guests, we want to help you live a greater life every single day. And so I thank you so much for taking the time Um, out of your life and your day and your schedule to be with us here for another edition of the Jamel Sanders Show. If this is your first time tuning in, I do thank you so much for taking uh, this time out of your day and life and schedule to join us for the show. I would love to connect with you beyond the show. You can connect with me at www.jamelsanders.com and there you'll find a whole array of different resources and tools to help you uh, live a more empowered life. You can also sign up for my empowerment newsletter, Empowerment Breakthrough, and you can find out more about the work that I'm doing uh, through Jamel Sanders International. So I hope you'll connect there. You'll also find a link to all of my social media platforms, and all of my blog posts are right there at JamelSanders.com. So I look forward to connecting and doing life with you in the days to come. I hope that you are um, having a tremendous start to the year. We we kicked off the year with a series about how to start the year off right, and then we talked about the necessity of discipline. And today we're going to talk about this whole idea of focus and exactly what does focus mean. So I hope you'll stay tuned and that you will get some insights and wisdom out of the information that is shared with you today. I would love to um, connect with you on social media. Use the hashtag uh, Jamel Show and share how the message of empowerment has impacted your life and resonated with you. I want to recommend to you a couple of resources. Uh, first of all, I finished a series talking about working on the best project you can ever work on, which is you. And it was a series that delved deep into identity. And I think a great resource to help you with that would be the book Significance. It is uh, Reclaiming Your Personal Power in a World that Discounts Your Difference. It is a book all about identity, breaking identity crisis, understanding your power and your worth, and showing up in the world as that significant contributor that you were created to be. You can find out more about it at JamelSanders.com or, of course, you can get it through Amazon, um, 
Kindle, Nook, and most major book resellers have access to the book. And, of course, my latest release, book number nine, is Honor the Law That Governs Greatness. I believe with all my heart that there has been a major breakdown in leadership and influence and power in the world. And I believe that there's one thing that is missing in leadership today. And so that's one of the reasons I wrote this book because I wanted to uh, start a conversation with leaders and to cause us to do some introspection, look within, and realize why we're not seeing more succession and transition in leadership. And so this book really delves into um, refining your character, redefining mentor and protege relationships, recognizing your blind spots, and ultimately how to realize your full leadership potential. I believe that every leader has potential to be great, but if we don't work on the refining the character and redefining the mentor and protege relationships and all of those very important things, that potential will die and it will never accomplish anything. And so this book is all about that journey of potential, to prophetic fulfillment. It is a book that really delves into the journey from potential to power in your life. And in this book, I just really try to address some of the cries and challenges of leadership in our time and to give us some wisdom and insights to solve these problems. And, of course, each chapter has honorable uh, living exercises, and there are some incredible declarations at the end to help you. So I hope you'll get a copy. You can go to jamelsanders.com. You can also get the book through Amazon, uh, Kindle, Nook. I believe it's going to be a great resource to your life. This One of the most rewarding things about Honor so far, it's only been out a few months, but it's been to hear the personal stories of people uh, from around the globe that have been so impacted uh, by this book. And um, I'm so excited about the conversations um, that I see emerging as a result of this book. Leaders are talking. Leaders are having dialogue. And I just think that it's so awesome uh, to see that the book is doing exactly what I wanted it to do. We're seeing those conversations. We're seeing those discussions. We're seeing leaders um, really beginning to do the inner work that is so important to them, uh, realizing their full potential as leaders in the days to come. So I hope you'll get a copy of Honor and share it with your friends, uh, share it with leaders in your organization. I believe it will help them in a tremendous way. So thank you so much for all of you that have supported and purchased the book. And, of course, um, if you listened to last the last episode of the podcast, the Jamel Sanders Book Club is back. I launched the book club several years ago, and it grew into a global community of individuals that uh, share my passion for reading and growing and developing. I believe that readers are leaders. And so I believe that every leader has to develop that heart and passion for uh, reading and growing and developing so that they can become the best version of themselves. And so I'm so excited that the book club is back, and our newest book club selection is straight up, honest, unfiltered, as real as I can put it, advice for life's biggest challenges by none other than Mr. Trent Shelton. 
This book is a phenomenal read, but I want to warn you. This is a book that you're not going to be able to consume in one setting. Uh, This book is what I would call a success system. And so uh, each phase of the book has has a different exercises and systems to help you do the work to becoming that best version of yourself. And so I would encourage you to take your time, go through it, do the exercises, but it's going to benefit you in a tremendous way. It is an incredible read. It is an incredible system that if you will put into place will revolutionize your life. I look forward to you reading. I look forward to dialoguing with you um, about the book and hearing what you've learned and what you've gathered on your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. So definitely check that out. And, of course, we'll be coming back with a discussion around it in the coming days as we all work to live more empowered lives. So definitely check that out. I think it's going to help you in a tremendous way, and I look forward to hearing your feedback. That book, again, is called Straight Up, and it is by Trent Shelton. So definitely get a copy of that and add it to your library because it's going to benefit you in a tremendous way. I want to take a very, very quick break, and I want to come and jump into this whole topic about uh, the undeniable power of focus. So I hope that you'll stay tuned. We'll be right back in just a moment. You're listening to The Jamel Sanders Show, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. All right, welcome back to the show. So we're talking about today the undeniable power of focus. And why is this so important? Because we're still at the moment in the beginning of 2021. We're a couple of weeks away from ending the first quarter of this year. And what I know to be true and what I have seen uh, happen with so many people is that they go into a new cycle and a new year with all of this zeal and excitement and energy and emotion. And in just a couple of short weeks, all of that dwindles, and most people uh, revert back to what's familiar. They start repeating patterns and they start seeing the same reality over and over in their lives. And so it has to be more than setting resolutions or setting goals or setting intentions for a year. I believe that the key to your success is really going to lie in the whole area of focus. Now, I want to say this first of all. The scriptures say, that where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no prophetic insight, the people cast off restraints and run wild. And so the problem with the world is not that we have people that are victims of circumstances or product of their environments or prisoners to conditions, but what we have is a generation of people that live with absolutely no 
vision for their lives. And so I believe that it's so important that you uh, begin to understand the importance of having a vision. Let me say this too. It's not enough for you to just have a vision in your heart, but you need to take the time to write your vision on paper. It is scientifically proven that a person that writes down a goal is much more likely than a person that imagines or dreams of a goal. And so I want you to take the time to get clear about what it is that you want to achieve in 2021. You may have fallen off the wagon. You may have reverted back to what's familiar. But the great thing is that it's only March. You have an opportunity to get back up, to try again, and to move in the direction of your desired outcome. So I want you to take the time to write out your vision. Write it in detail. Write it in full. Don't, Don't be vague. Don't be ambiguous about it. But take the time to clearly define what it is that you want to achieve this year. One thing that I know to be true is that ambiguity is an enemy of achievement. And so if you want to achieve great things in your life, you're going to have to get crystal clear on what you want to do. I want to say this to you, too, that what people don't understand is that clarity is power. And a lot of times we're waiting for one big thing to happen in our lives, for our lives to change. And the reality is that the greater our clarity becomes, the more empowered we are to make changes and adjustments in our lives. So you're not waiting on this big answer or this big breakthrough. You need clarity. And where there is illumination, you're empowered to make improvements. Write that down. Where there's illumination, you're empowered to make improvements. And so as you get clarity in an area, you're able to break through feelings and lids and limitations and barriers And you're able to plow your way into a place of breakthrough and success and results in your life. So the first thing I want you to do before we even delve into these pillars of focus is to get your vision. Get it written down. Get your goals written down. Get them out of your head. Get them out of just being in your heart and get them down on paper. And don't just write this on paper and put it away, but I want you to take time daily, take time weekly, take time monthly to look over your vision. Why do I say that? What we view occasionally will never produce consistent results in our lives. But what we view and what we meditate on consistently is the key to change and manifestation in our lives. And so you can't visit your vision occasionally and expect consistent results and breakthroughs in your life. you got to visit your vision on a consistent basis. That means daily. That means weekly. That means monthly. Otherwise, how do you know you're even making progress on what it is that you want to do if you have not taken the time to look at and to define clearly what your vision entails? And not only that, but a lot of times we hide out in the vision is in my heart or the goal is in my heart because we lack the skill in articulating what that vision is. And one thing that writing will force you to do, it will force you to have to become skillful in the art of articulation. In other words, you won't just be able to write a little vague goal or vision or dream down, but it will force you to have to get more specific and time-driven and 
um, you know, purpose-centered when you're setting goals and intentions of what it is you want to achieve. And what I know to be true is that the greater your articulation of that vision, the more empowered you are to attract the resources and the relationships that you need to make that vision become a reality. If there's not an ability to communicate, then you cannot build the connections and the community that you need to see that thing become a present and evident reality in your life. So I think this whole piece of just taking the time to write down and get clear about your visions and your goals are so important. And I say this because what I've discovered over the years with, you know, just advising and helping leaders in different capacities is that one of the reasons that so many leaders never achieve their goals or live the life of their dreams is because they don't take this very important step seriously. They never write their vision down. It's all in their head. It's all in their heart. It's all in their passion. But you have to move it from there, and we have to get this thing concrete. We have to get it on paper. We have to get it in a visual representation where we can see it. Why? Because then we begin to activate the laws of visualization. We activate the law of meditation. We activate the law of declaration. We begin to move this out of this invisible, unseen realm, and we begin to bring this into reality and time as a prophetic fulfillment in our lives. And so a lot of times it's not even that um, circumstances or things are hindering us. Sometimes we just won't take the basic necessary steps that we need to take in order to see that thing manifest and become a reality in our lives. So if you have not written down your vision, take time and write down your vision. Write it down, get it on paper, get something that you can look at consistently and something that you can begin to set your aim and your focus and your intention on. So if you have not done that, you need to do it because everything else that I'm going to share with you is a byproduct of you taking the time to get clear and to clarify and articulate what your vision is. And so if you haven't done that step, you're going to have some good notes today but you're not going to have the implementation necessary to move this to the next point. And so I want you to get clear. I want you to write it down. I think one of the greatest disservices you can do to yourself is not to clearly define what your vision is. Because as long as you go through life without a vision, you're going to spend your entire life fulfilling the vision of someone else. And the reason so many people are so miserable and so unhappy in the world it's because they are living a prophetic, self-fulfilling prophecy of somebody else's life and vision, and they never take the time to get clear on what it is that they want and what they want to achieve in their lives. You know, in the book Significance, I talked about one of life's most important questions, and one of life's most important questions is what do you want? A lot of times we're very skilled at articulating what we don't want, But the challenge I've seen with most leaders around the world is that we don't know what we want. And so we can tell you what we want, what we don't want, what we don't like, what shouldn't be, but we get very, very complicated when it's time to define what do you really want. And as long as you don't really know what you want, you cannot wield the things that you desire into your life. Write that down. As long as you're not clear 
about what it is that you really want. You cannot will the things that you desire into your life because as long as there is not clarity in your life, you're always going to be reaching for things that are not important or significant to you. And so that's why I feel like it is so vitally important that you take the time to get clarity and to define what it is that you want, what it is you want to achieve, what the timetable looks like, so that you can see those things manifest and become a reality in your life. And so that is your first step as we talk about this undeniable power of focus, okay? Now let's delve into these in the time that we have left. The first part of this whole idea of undeniable power focus is something that you will always hear me talk about, and that is mindset. And so when we're talking about focus, the first pillar that we need to look at is mindset. You know, as the scriptures say, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so notice that he did not say, as a man thinketh in his intention, as a man thinketh in his passion, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so everything in your life begins with your thoughts. Everything in your life begins with your belief system. And so in order to see a vision or a goal or a dream become a reality in your life, it begins with your psychological construct. It is your beliefs. It is your perceptions. It is your ideologies. It is your philosophies about your life that is going to determine the prosperity and success that you experience or the failure and frustration that you experience in your life. And so when we're talking about the undeniable power of focus, you need to, first of all, work on your mindset. And what do I mean by mindset? I'm not just talking about um, the way of thinking, but I'm also talking about what you are thinking. If you've read my book, um, Upgrade Your Mind, Harnessing the Power of Thought to Change Your Life, I talk about how a lot of times we focus too much on um, what we're thinking and not enough time on why we're thinking those thoughts. We have to get to the point where we begin to understand the force behind uh, the thoughts that we are thinking and what has been so deeply embedded in us that those have become part of our belief system and our philosophies and our pillars about how we govern our lives. And let me just say this. There is nothing um, in your life constitution that did not come out of your conscience. There's nothing in your life constitution because just like every nation has a constitution, every person has a constitution. And the constitution of your life is constructed through your consciousness. It is constructed through your paradigm, through your belief system, through the way that you rationalize and you make decisions. And so everything goes back to the way you, you think. And if we can address your psychological construct, if we can deal with not just what you think but why you think the way that you do, we can begin to alter the entire trajectory of your life. But in order for that to happen, we have to deal with this whole thing called mindset. And so your mindset is so vitally important to your focus because 
What you think about, you bring about. You've heard me say that before. And so your life does not move in the direction of your desires or your intentions or your hope. Your life moves in the direction of your thinking. And so if your thinking is wrong, if your thinking is flawed, if your thinking is toxic, you're going to move your life in the total uh, and typical direction of where it is that you want to go. And so a lot of times we're saying, I don't understand, I'm desiring, I'm hoping, I have a strong belief or a mental assent about a thing, but I'm not seeing the manifestation of that in my life. And a lot of times that's happening because our hope and our belief are at war with one another. We're hoping and we're we're hanging on to this strong uh, mental assent of a thing happening in our lives, but at the end of the day, our belief system does not fundamentally um, support that thing becoming a reality in our lives. And so every time you try to make progress in an area, you realize that your will and your thinking are in total opposition to one another. And so you're never able to manifest what it is that you want to do. Paul said it like this. He said, the things that I don't want to do, I find myself doing, and the things that I should be doing, I'm not doing. Why? Because there's this inner battle and war that was going on before the renewal of his mind and the transformation of his nature. And so what has to happen is we have to get to the point where our desires and intentions and our psychological construct become one and become married and we're able to move our lives in the direction that we want our lives to go. And so, you know, this is a great inner work that I always talk about because we want to pack positivity and motivation on garbage. We got a lot of stinking thinking. We got a lot of, um, you know, generational things in our you know, way of thinking and processing information. We have a lot of things culturally that have conditioned us in how we think and make decisions. We have trauma. We have all of these different soul wounds and uh, different things that are going on internally that we have to have the ability to work through, not just to pack positivity on, because you cannot pack you know, positivity on areas that have not healed in your life. It will provide a temporary um, Band-Aid, but it's not going to stop the bleeding. And so what happens when we don't really heal, and I talk about this in significance, when we don't really heal, what happens is we start hemorrhaging. We start hemorrhaging because what we've done is we've put Band-Aids on the wound, but we haven't really healed the wound. And so we go through life for a little while, and all of a sudden that Band-Aid comes off, and what happens, the blood begins to gush forth again in our lives because what happened is we camouflaged it, but we never confronted it. We never took the time to address and to deal with the things that we need to in order to move our lives forward into the next level. And so your mindset is so important to what it is you want to achieve. And so you have to get your mind right. It doesn't matter how many affirmations you write, how many podcasts you listen to, how much positive um, affirmations you speak over yourself. If you don't take the time to develop your thinking properly, you're not going to experience the success and the prosperity that you want in your life. 
And so you got to work on your mind. you got to take the time. You don't work on your mind once. The renewal of your mind is a daily, intentional, consistent process that has to continually happen because there's going to always be the propensity to revert back to what's familiar. And when we revert back to what's familiar, we live our lives adjusted to an old paradigm and an old way of doing things and living, and that is keeping us from the reality that we want to see. And so you got to take the time to develop your mind. And why is this so important? Because if we cannot get our mind in alignment with our will, we're not going to get the focus and we're not going to see the results that we want to see in our lives. And so, yes, you can take notes. Yes, you can try to be positive. You can try to think happy thoughts. But trying to think happy thoughts without examining and exploring your thoughts and transforming those thoughts is not going to create the result and the reality that you want to see. And so it is so important for you to take the time to work on your mindset when it comes to focus. Because wherever the mind goes, that's where your actions and everything else in your life is going to follow. Everything follows your thinking. And so every behavior is connected to a belief system. Every action is, is, has been architectured by a paradigm and a way of belief. And so everything in your life is connected to your thinking. And when we talk about focus, you know, a lot of times people go right into eliminating distractions and da 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 But guess what? We have to address what those distractions are. We have to address why they're there. We have to address all of that before we can even move into focusing and achieving what it is we want to do. And so, you know, I could talk about the mind all day, but we move on. The second pillar after mindset is mission. After you have the mindset, you have to have a clear mission of what it is that you want to do. And I think this is where so many people experience the breakdown, too, because, like I said, we go into a year excited. We go into a year with all of this adrenaline and passion of what we're going to do and accomplish. And why is it that we don't even get through January before we go back to life as usual? And what I've discovered is that mindset guides mission. And so when you begin to deal with the mind, the mind is going to determine mission and what you are choosing to concentrate on. Let me say this. You will never create anything significant in your life without concentration. You will never create anything significant in your life without concentration. And the greatest concentration that you have to develop in your life is in the area of your calling. There are many things that we can elect to do, but there is one thing that you have been engineered to do, and you have to discover the thing that you were created to do. That's where you got to pour your energy in because there's always going to be energy drainers and time wasters and things that are vying for your attention in life. You can spend two, three, four, five hours scrolling social media you can sit in 10 hours binge-watching your favorite shows. But at the end of the day, you have to determine uh, what your priorities are. I always say your priorities determine your pursuits, and your priorities define what is possible for your life. And so if you're going to be 
a person that understands the power, the undeniable power of focus, you're going to have to live a mission-oriented life. You cannot live a task-oriented life. you got to live a mission-oriented life because otherwise you're going to waste so much time and energy on things that have no relevance to your destiny or to your future. And you're going to look back at your life decades later, and you're going to ask yourself, what was I doing? What did I accomplish? What did I achieve? Because at the end of the day, we can have all the leisure and the recreational things that we want to do, but nothing sets your soul on fire like understanding the reason for your existence and pouring yourself into the thing that you were born and created to do. And so you got to live your life on mission every single day. You have to get up with an assignment. You have to get up with a purpose. You have to get up with an aim. You have to get up with a clear intention. You cannot afford to allow people to waste your time, and you can't afford to uh, waste your own time. you got to get up with clear priorities on a consistent basis. That means that you have to have the ability to decipher between the immediate and the important. You have to have the ability to decipher between the urgent and the significant. What really demands my focus and attention and what can I get to later? You know, I tell people, establish your top priorities every day. What is it that I must get done today? And what is it that I could possibly get done later? When I'm talking about priority, I'm talking about importance. In other words, what can I not afford to drop? I see life as And I know some people don't like this analogy, but this is how I see it. I see life as a juggling act, and you're juggling all of these different plates, and these plates represent all of your different responsibilities. And what happens when we don't live life on mission, the rhythm of our life gets broken. And while all of those things were once being juggled, we begin to hear the shattering of the plate. Why? Because we lost track of the mission and we got distracted and now one of those responsibilities has dropped and it causes chaos, confusion, and all types of things in our lives. And so you can juggle those responsibilities. You can juggle those different dimensions of your life. But in order to do that properly, you have to be a mission-oriented person. And so I want you to take time to really think about that and develop a mission-oriented mindset. You know, when I have worked with and advised people on their lives and time, um, I don't really believe in time management, but I believe in time prioritization. And when I talk to them about this concept, I always see um, the spark go off with people and they begin to realize where they wasted time, where they squandered opportunities, where they have not maximized moments in their lives. And so I encourage you to be a mission-oriented person. If you're mission-oriented, like I say, you can juggle those different responsibilities The rhythm of your life is not lost, and no responsibility gets dropped because you prioritize what is most important to you, and that is so important. I could talk about that all day. Number three, measure. When you're talking about the undeniable power of focus, you got to be able to measure. It's not enough to just have the mindset, not enough just to be mission-oriented, but you got to measure your progress. you got to measure where you are in relationship to where you want to be. And you can't just keep giving yourself a pass. You know, a lot of people 
um, gave themselves a pass in 2020. It was a difficult year. It was a hard year. And at the end of the day, there are some things that were beyond the scope of your control. But at the same time, there's still some adjustments and changes that you could have made. And so what I always tell people is you keep, you keep giving yourself a pass. What's going to happen is that potential is going to be aborted and your destiny is going to be forfeited because you're going to always tell yourself that someday or one day I'll get to this. And what I always tell people is that someday is not a day of the week. Someday is a response of a mediocre person that refuses to maximize their potential. And so if you keep putting off what you have the power to do right now, you're going to get into a future with that is unrewarding and unfulfilling because you did nothing to see that future. And so you've got to measure your progress. Where are you in relationship to where you want to be? And it's not easy. You're not going to always like it. You don't always like being honest with ourselves and looking at where we really are. But if we don't take the time to do that, what we'll do is we'll continue to repeat cycles and patterns in our lives, and we'll never advance. We'll never move forward. We'll just be stuck in one mode, always telling ourselves that we're okay and that we have time to make changes. And let me tell you this. Time is not on your side. The clock is not on your side. The only thing that is on your side is the ability that you have to choose in each moment what you're going to do with the gift of your life. Let me say that again. The clock is not on your side. The only thing on your side is the power you have to choose in each moment what you're going to do to see change and breakthrough and manifestation happen in your life. And so you have a decision to make. You can keep saying later, one day, in the future, in the by and by, but guess what? Life is passing you by. And at some point, you have to get off the sideline to engage life, and you have to have the courage to go for and to pursue those things that you truly desire to see manifest in your life. So you got to measure. you got to measure your progress, measure your activities, measure how you're using your time, measure your relationships, measure your effectiveness, measure your growth, measure your development, measure those things in your life so that you can see where you are in relationship to where it is you want to be. And finally, when we talk about this process, we talked about mindset, we talked about mission, we talked about measurement, now we talk about manifestation. If you develop your mind, if you live mission-oriented, if you measure your days and activities, Ultimately, you arrive at the place of manifestation. Manifestation is not a bleak look at something that resembles the result of reality that I want. But manifestation is the actualizing and the full picture and fulfillment of that thing that I've hoped and desired in my life. You know, a lot of times we get excited because we saw a glimpse, and the glimpse is good, but the glimpse is not manifestation. Manifestation is seeing the full portrait of that thing played out and manifested in your life. It is the ability to see a tangible result and to be able to document and duplicate that process on a consistent basis. Just as you manifested this, 
you can go to the next goal and you can manifest that. And just as you manifested that goal, you can manifest the next goal because whatever we focus on is going to fill our lives, good or bad. Whatever we focus on is going to determine the expansion, the growth, the progress of our lives. And the ultimate goal is not just to be inspired or to be motivated or to dream, but the ultimate goal is to see manifestation of that vision and that thing that we have desired become a reality in our lives. And not just to see that become a reality, but to be able to replicate results again and again as we bring the fullness of our vision to pass. The reason manifestation is so important is because for most of us, the vision of our lives, the destiny of our lives is great. It is massive. It is monumental. But as we achieve those various victories on the journey, it empowers us with the faith, the strength, the tenacity, and the stamina to see that vision through to the very end. And as David said, I've conquered the lion, I've conquered the bear, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? When you have victories under your belt and you've seen manifestation in your life, it gives you the courage to be the giant slayer and to go after the Goliath. Because why? You have the lion, you have the bear, you have all of these experiences that have built the resolve in you to see the prophetic fulfillment and reality of that which you have hoped for. And so you need manifestation under your, under your belt. You need more than hope. You need more than positivity. You need some type of tangible result that you've been able to see in your life. And you then have the power to uh, not just believe for more and press for more, but you have the power to change the narrative of your life. And so the process begins all over again. You conquered the lion and the bear. You defeated Goliath. And guess what? Now you have a new narrative. That narrative frames a new mindset, a new mission, new measurements, new manifestation, and the process repeats itself again and again. And so manifestation is important because without it, hope defers and your heart becomes sick. Why? Because you never saw the manifestation of what it is that you want to see. And while some visions are extremely massive and gargantuan and will go well beyond our lifetime, there is something that has been divinely implanted in you that God wants to manifest in your lifetime and your generation. I believe that your future is incredibly great, incredibly pregnant, incredibly filled with possibilities. But it's up to you to understand that you cannot enter your future absent a focus. And that focus is the password, the engine, and the driving force that is going to cause your prophetic future to become a reality in your life. And if you will partner with focus, you will propel your way into the prophetic future that has been destined for your life. There's so much more I could talk to you about in relationship to focus, but I hope that this information that I've shared with you today has benefited you and helped you in some way and will give you the courage to really make this a different year, more than affirmations and declarations and positive thinking. Those things in and of themselves are not enough to change your life. But what will change your life is you making up your mind, being missional, 
measuring your results, and propelling yourself into the place of manifestation again and again. If it's going to be, it's up to me. In other words, with God, all things are possible, but not just God. What part will you play in the unfolding of his will and his plan and his purpose for your life? It's been a pleasure, as always, to do life with you here at the Jamel Sanders Show. I look forward to hearing from you about how our focus has helped you to stay on the journey and to see the manifestation of those things that you desire in the days to come. Thank you so much again for spending this time with me. Don't forget to connect with me on social media uh, beyond the show. I would love to hear from you as we all continue this journey to empowerment and becoming the greatest expression of who we were created to be. Get a vision for your life. Get focus, get clarity, and understand that you have the power to move from hope to manifestation in every area of your life. You were born for victory. You were born to be an overcomer, and it's time to live the life that you were created and destined to live. Thank you so much again for your time. Have a great day. I'll see you next time.